Hey everyone, I'm your host Brenna McCullough and this is the best season. So welcome back. Um, I know again, I swear every time it's quite a while since I've recorded, but you know how life is. It's just an ongoing, continuous chaos um, and that's how it's been for me lately. Um, and honestly, mentally, I just needed a mental a mental break. Um, this is something that I love, but you guys know with mental health, it just can, it just sort of comes in waves. So, um, just as an update, I have been a lot better. Um, been back on my anxiety meds, um, which have really helped, but obviously still have those days where I struggle and the focus not the focus, but the main culprit of my anxiety lately has been work. Um, so I've been a hospice nurse for two years now, um, a little bit more than two years. And honestly, it's just been, it's been really rough for me lately. Um, which that line of work is hard for anyone, but you, you know, I find reward in it with being there for families and finding that closure for families. I've no, I've mentioned that in my hospice episode, if you want to check that out. Um, but it's been, it's been hard. So I've been consumed with work and just, I feel like I can't get my mind to shut off. And so it's been awfully hard and I'm getting close to vacation. So when it gets closer vacation, it's just, I want to be on vacation because I'm exhausted. Um, work has been rough lately. And I think that's for any line of work that you're in can be exhausting. But in healthcare in general, it's just been a wild, wild thing to be a part of. Um, ever since I graduated nursing school and had started to be a nurse, um, never did I expect that these kind of things would ever happen um, with COVID and lockdown, with changes to everything because the CDC guidelines, um, it's a lot. And you know, we have the, you know, the flow of numbers where, you know, we'll be really high in COVID numbers and then we'll be low again. So it's trying to catch up with all of that, um, where we're now getting COVID patients again. So it's just, I think that has been rough. Um, my roles at my, at hospice have changed a little bit. So it's been rough on me a little bit, but not any worse than anyone else. So I don't want to take that away from anyone, but, um, I just, it was just a lot for me to be able to do this, be able to do work, come home, be with my son, have the mornings with my son, get housework done. It it was just chaotic. And it still is. That chaos will continue and continue. Um, and I'm fine with that. But I just realized that the time that I do have off, I want to spend time with my family. But I also realized that I need these things like recording the podcast and reading for myself, which I feel like has really helped. Um and this weekend, it was Sunday night into Monday morning, um, Brooks had a little bit of a fever and actually got real, he threw up a couple times and then he was fine. So that I had a little bit of a freak out moment and actually called off work on Monday to be with him, um, to make sure he didn't get sick anymore. But it's never fun when your kids are sick, but I think that was just, I don't know, I think I needed that time off, even though he was fine and I probably could have, you know, went to work. Um, I wanted to make sure that he didn't get sick anymore because you don't know how kids can be. Um, and Tuesdays are my day off anyway. So I had Monday and Tuesday off with him and I didn't realize how much I needed that, even though I was, you know, making sure he didn't get sick again and making sure he was acting as normal. Um, it was really nice to have two days with him, um, after the weekend. So four days total with him. It was something my heart needed that I didn't realize I needed as much as I did. And even though he got sick, um, I'm glad that he's okay. He's been his fun, hilarious self. Um, so glad it was something just quick. Um, but it ended up being a really beautiful time with just us two. Um, and that's a, that's the crazy thing about life is even though, you know, bad things happen where, you know, someone gets sick or, you know, you're going through a lot at work or whatever. Um, it's funny how God puts those little 
things in your life where the good things happen and you realize, okay, it'll all be okay. So I really think that even though, you know, I had off to be with my son, make sure he wasn't sick, I think mentally I needed that time off too because at work I wouldn't have been able to focus because I would have been worried about him all day. So it was nice to be able to just be with him, be able to make sure he was good, spend time with him, give him cuddles. It's exactly what my heart needed. And I and I want to come today to talk about that to you of when to know the time to take a mental health day. And honestly, for me, it's hard for me to say, okay, I'm just taking off today because I need it for my mental health. When I used to hear that before, I'm like, for your mental health, like before I had anxiety and depression and stuff I didn't really understand. And now I'm like, I understand why people take it off. But, you know, long time ago, I I didn't understand. And now I'm seeing, you know, okay, I do need that time off. And so does everyone else. But people don't take it as seriously because it's a mental health day. It's not that you're physically sick or, you know, something of that sort. But we got to remember that even though some people might not look at it as something to worry about. It's a big deal. When we aren't feeling our best mentally and feel like we're not going to be able to focus, we're not going to be our best self at work. So if you're able to take the day off and, you know, just be at home and be with your loved ones and realize like, hey, I need this for myself. I think that's something that's super, super great. And I'm going to talk today a little bit of how I realized it was time for me to have that little mental break. Um, so lately at work, it's just been where I've just been very irritated very easily. Um, you know, being at home, I have a short time with my son in the mornings, rushing to get to work, you know, getting to work and then having, you know, to be needed immediately when you get there or getting pulled five different directions. Honestly, it just gets exhausting and then coming home, you know, getting a shower, going and picking up Brooks and my mom since she leaves, lives right beside us, it makes it easy. But then, you know, I'm not able to take time with my son. I'm rushing to have to get him to sleep. So he's not, you know, up until 11 o'clock at night. I get off of it at 8.30 and um, when I get off at 8.30, I, you know, get home around 9 and that's on a good night go get him or I go get a shower for us and then pick him up and then go get him his bottle, you know, get him lay down, get his teeth brushed, you know, you got to do all those things and you have no time with, with them. And I know it's because of my schedule that makes it hard with the timings that I work, but that's the schedule I work. Um, so that I knew that when I was getting irritated immediately at work, I just was getting like all the time it wasn't where I'm just frustrated and I think that might just be healthcare in general right now where we're all just frustrated and just over it but I just really felt it these past couple months um when I just feel also another way that I know that I need a break is when I just feel anxious or on edge all the time so I'll usually be okay and be able to concentrate on my day but then there's days where I'm just focused on one thing or, you know, my health stuff that I had before. I just think, oh, well, what if, what if something was missed and that plays in my head or there's just so many different things that can happen and you're just like, well, what if something is wrong or what if, you know, and it's, I hate that. It's crazy how anxieties have, or anxiety and depression can have those days where it's just, and honestly hits you like a ton of bricks and, I hate it. And it feels like I just didn't put at a standstill where I can't focus at work. I can't give my best self. So that's another way that I notice whenever, you know, something's wrong is if I'm constantly focused on something like anxiety wise, um, that I just can't, um, before I had Brooks, like I always loved time with my husband and I appreciated that time. But now the time is even more precious with having Brooks around. So like me, I'm now thinking of, you know, I barely get to see my son during the week and I don't see my husband other than 10 minutes before I go to work. 
and then he's he works night shift. So throughout the week, we maybe see each other an hour for the whole entire week. And our weekends are our time together. So that makes it even harder because I think of, you know, I want to be with my husband. I want to spend time with my husband. Or I just want to be, like, if I'm at home knowing that I'm in the same home as him, I just feel that safety that, you know, he's here. I can, you know, he'll come downstairs and we'll be able to talk a little bit. So I have that to look forward to. But there's just something about being in the same home or same room together that just makes a lot of anxiety go away for me, at least in my situation. So I knew that, you know, Monday when I was off, I'd be able to see my husband a little bit, talk to him, you know, and just be focused on Brooks to make up for missed time when I'm at work throughout the week. Um, so that's why I was glad that I ended up being off so then I could be with him. Um, and it's not, and my thing is with this, like I'm talking about the reasons like when I need it, but Honestly, you don't need to have a reason to have a mental health day. If you just want a day because you feel like you need a day, that's that's all you need. You don't have to explain to anyone the reason of why you're needing a day off. You're allowed to take a day off because you're human. You don't need to be, you know, at work all the time. You don't have to be, you know, and now... If you call up all the time, like, that might be an issue. <laughs> but um, I've always been one that I try not to call off hardly at all. Um, the only times I've ever called off is, like, obviously if I'm sick. Um, so that happened a few times while I was pregnant. And then if something, like, with Brooks went on where he was sick, um, which my issues were when we got COVID. I had COVID when I was pregnant and during Christmas. So obviously I can't be at work. So those were other instances, but that was it. Um, so, uh, but I realized Monday when he was sick, I wasn't going to be in a good mental headspace at work. Um, knowing my son was sick throughout the night and now he's at home, which not saying that I wouldn't trust Tyler with him. Tyler takes, you know, him throughout the week whenever I leave for work, he has him until he goes to work. Um, it's just being able to be there for him and then letting Tyler sleep too. So Tyler doesn't get much sleep throughout the week. He gets maybe three hours a night, um, which is technically morning for him because he works nights. And then he gets up and watches Brooks whenever I go to work. So we really are a great team. Um, but it's nice to know that if I'm off, he's able to sleep and get his time to himself to rest that he needs to rest. Um and mentally, he needs rest because he's if he's not resting, he's not in a good mental headspace. And it's just a lot. It's super hard, I'm sure, to be in his shoes where he has minimal sleep and to keep it together. I wouldn't be able to keep it together all the time. Um, whenever I don't get much sleep, I'm not an I feel like I'm not very nice. Um, so for us, I felt like that was a win for both of us. For me being off, um, I was able to take my time off for me and for Brooks and Tyler was able to sleep and get the rest he needs to be the best he needs to be for work or whatever he needs. Um, but it's just, it's sad that where there's such sort of stemming from my last episode with the stigma of mental health, I wish that there wasn't such a stigma to be, you know, to let's just be supportive. I think that's the biggest thing is we have to be supportive of each other with anyone that's on a mental health journey. Um, I think for so long we've been struggling with supporting people because, well, why, why do we need to be talking about that? Everyone's fine. You know, we're all good, but we're not, you know, and it doesn't matter if it's work, if it's family stressing you out, if it's the economy, if it's financial burden, it can be anything that can be stressing you out and you just need a break. For me, you know, finances get to be um, a struggle as well. Um, you know, I have student loans um, and that's been hard because I pay, I didn't have to do this, but I pay $1,000 a month to be able to be done with my student loans in 10 years, um, 
luckily we don't have a house payment that's what we call our house payment but still that's a lot of money each month for a student loan payment but that's what i've decided but there's months that i really really struggle and this month i was really having a hard time like being okay with working out a thousand dollars a month because i'm like how like i could be saving so much money each month if I didn't have to pay my student loans, you know, if I would have done this or if I would have done that. But it's a lot of what ifs in our lives that when we make a decision, we look back on if it was the right decision. Because like now there's the um, loan forgiveness that they're talking about with federal student loans. And mine, I refinance through a private loan company. So that doesn't count towards me. So now I'm really having a hard time like being okay with myself. So I'm like down on myself, like, why'd you do that? That was so stupid, you know? And so there's different things that are going on that just can all add up at once. And I was thinking back today of, you know, where, how far I've come. And, you know, whenever I was in middle school or high school, how I was then, to where I am now, you know, and even though I still need those mental health days to get through, you know, today, I really was trying to, I was being hard on myself again for making, you know, dumb decisions with, you know, spending habits and things like that. And we all have those, but I was thinking back of that and just being so hard on myself. And then I saw, I know TikTok and Instagram are big things, but um, I was on Instagram, the reels on on the app, and there was one that came up that was the Cool Kids by Emma, Echo Smith, um, the band, and it was what your old self would feel like if they saw you now. And I did a reel in regards to that because I ended up finding old pictures from when I was in middle school. So I don't have great self-esteem now, but my self-esteem then was really, really awful. I had something personal go on during high school that was really hard for me that I have only told one person about, which is my husband. He's the only one that's aware of it. And um, so I had a lot of stuff going on that was really bad for my self-esteem. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't think... I didn't think anything was going to ever go for me. Um... And now I'm looking at myself aware how far I've come with finding Tyler and meeting him in high school, my freshman year, um, us being together for 13 years now, almost, it'll be 13 years in November. We just celebrated our five-year wedding anniversary. Um, I think of how far we come and how amazing our relationship has progressed, you know, despite the tragedies and the and the flaws and the, you know, all those things that we go through in relationships. There's so many good parts, so many beautiful memories and beautiful times that we're going through right now. You know, our relationship is the best that it's been. And I know it'll come in waves where it might not be the greatest and it might, you know, but that's, that's life, that's relationships. But I think, you know, look at us, look at how far we come, look at how lucky I am to have this man in my life and be able to enjoy life with him. You know, look at, look at Brooks and how we've made him and he's such a blessing in our lives. And just for me, even though my self-esteem is still crap, a lot of the times where I speak badly about myself, you know, I think of the little girl in middle school, of how broken I felt and lost and for where I am now. And it made me very emotional today because I'm like, as much as I am hard on myself, this is, this is more than I ever thought. I, I always wanted to be a nurse. I eventually wanted to be a hospice nurse, but didn't know when I used to be in a job that I hated, that I thought I was going to be stuck in forever. That was so toxic and it was affecting my home relationship. You know, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't a happy person which is not like me. I'm always very happy, very bubbly, very loving. And I was not like that anymore. So I noticed those things creeping up in my life. But now I'm at a job that, you know, I might have my bad days. That's with any job, but I love my job. I love the people I work with. 
makes it easier to go to work and be away from family knowing that I have such a supportive team at work. Um, this was my dream. This was my dream in high school and in college was to get to this point. You know, we didn't want kids at that time, but I'm so glad we changed our mind because this is exactly where I needed to be in my life, what I needed to go through. Um, and even though the hard times I went through in college, you know, both personal and, you know, with my education and then, you know, with whenever I was going through the NCLEX process of becoming a nurse, you know, failing my NCLEX and then, you know, passing the second time, starting a job and then ended up hating it and wondering if I made the right decision, but then finally making it to a place in my work life where I felt like I've made a good decision, I'm at a good spot. You know, this was my dream to get to that point. Um, and I just got to remember that that's such a huge blessing to be able to make it this far at, and I'm 27. So, um, I still have a lot to go. I have a lot of other things I want to do, but even if I don't have a plan, like this was the goal that I wanted. This was, I reached that goal of nine year that I re- wanted years ago. And in middle school, my goal was to find love. I know it. When you think of middle school, you're like, Brenna, really? But that was my goal in life. I wanted someone to love me and care for me. Like I, I wanted to know that I was good in someone else's eyes, that I was worth it. And that's why I've said a million times over, I'm so grateful for Tyler because he makes that known every day. You know, we are so grateful for each other and we couldn't, you know, duel without each other. So we've got to remember, you know, I just think of how far we've come and how beautiful of a life we have. And I just got to, even though we, you know, there's bad, you know, bad days in any, in anyone's life with work, whatever it is, but you just got to get through and realize that, you know, tomorrow's a new day and it gets better. Um, and for me, if you continue to have really bad days, you know, um, which for me, I just felt like I was just overwhelmed a lot and not being listened to in multiple aspects, not really like relationship wise with Tyler. I didn't feel that way, but it was just everything else. I just felt like wasn't going the way I expected it to and just very frustrated. And I felt like I was going to break. So when you know, Sunday when Brooks got sick, I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't deal with another thing. Like this is going to be so much. And it just seeing your kids sick just breaks your heart anyway. So it was really hard for me. And I was really trying to keep my self together and just do deep breathing. And just, you know, we went and gave him some Tylenol and got him in a bath. Um, cause he did, he got so, so sick. Um, after it ended up being after the bath, he like projectile vomited. So like I was trying to keep together, which I did keep it together. Surprisingly, didn't like start crying and crumbling, but I gave him the Tylenol. I got him a bath. So I was like, okay, he should start to feel better. And after he got sick, he did. He was fine. He ended up sleeping the rest of the night. It was like one thirty in the morning. So I was absolutely exhausted. But, um, you know, at first I was like, no, he's just hot from, laying down, but I just had that instinct that something was up. But, um, you know, when having that, I just realized that, okay, I need, I need to take Monday off because if I don't, I'm going to be a mess. I'm going to be, you know, nervous all day being away from him and just need mentally for me, I needed to be there. So that could have been a better decision. And for me, it's hard because I'm always like, oh, what is work going to say? And that's not with just current workplace. It's just any workplace, you know, no one ever wants to call off. Like, but for me, I always felt like I needed to have an excuse. I needed to be like, oh, well, I'm missing this because of this or this, 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 and this. And you've got to remember, you don't have to give a reason. If you have, you know, if you have that time off to have, you can take it. You know, I had the PTO to use, so I didn't know why I was freaking out. But, you know, I think before my other job, 
I was badgered so much with, oh, well, why aren't you, you know, and this was just picking up. I would, well, why aren't you picking up? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? And I I just realized that, you know, my self-care is more important than, you know, other, other things. Like I need to take time for myself because if I don't, I'm going to break. And that's how I felt like, that's really how I truly felt. So Monday when I called off, um, I was very anxious at first because I'm like, I don't like calling off. But once I did, I was able to just breathe and realize, okay, you made the right decision because you're at ease. You are, your understanding of, okay, I obviously needed that break. And I hope that if you are struggling with that, that you realize that, okay, I need this break too. I need mentally, I need time for myself to compose myself, to get my shit together. Um, and know that that's okay. Um, I just, I really, you know, and even with everything right now, um, I won't get into politics, but with all the changes in the world right now, um, you know, with Roe v. Wade being overturned and just a ton of different things going on in, in the world, I just feel like, I just feel like everything's like gonna self-destruct in a matter of minutes in the world. Um, and I hate to feel like that, but I know a lot of other people, men and women are frustrated and, you know, even if it doesn't affect you personally, what's affecting your mental health, if it's just things in general that are just too much for you right now, you need to understand that it's okay to be angry, to be upset, to be frustrated, to be anxious, you know, if you, your feelings are valid and if you're going through a rough spot with things that are going on in, in life, it's okay. And if you need a day to just, you know, have a day to yourself to deal with that, that is okay. And for me, sometimes people say, oh, well, if you have a mental health day, you need to be all happy and go out for coffee and go, go do things you love. Um, and that's great. If you, like for me, obviously I was focused on make sure Brooks is better, make sure he's eating, make sure he's drinking, but I was able to read whenever I was off. So I've read like four books in four days, which I haven't done for like fun since high school. When I got into nursing school, yeah, I would read a ton, but it'd be nursing books. So to be able to take that time to read and just escape reality was something I needed and I didn't realize I needed, but I love, I love reading. And so to have that has been great. But for me, some days, some mental health days are just in like, I did some of this too, where I just, I would lay down, try and rest and just give myself a rest. Um, and before when I'd have mental health days, sometimes I'd be listening to Adele and crying for an hour because that might be what I needed. I might have had a horrible migraine afterwards, but I got everything out and sometimes that's needed. Um, sometimes even at work, if I'm having a bad day, sometimes I just have to go to the bathroom or go somewhere private where I can just cry for a minute just to get out my frustrations. Um, that's been something I've always done where when I am frustrated, I cry. Usually, usually any emotion, happy, sad, frustrated, I cry. There's no in between. I cry at anything. It's always how I've been, but sometimes when I'm frustrated, like I have to cry it out or I might punch someone in the face. Um, I don't mean to be, I don't want to be violent, but sometimes like I just, sometimes that would make me feel better if I just punched a wall. I don't do that and I haven't done that, but some days I just wonder if it'd be worth it. But mentally you just, you just need that break, whether it be a break during work or if you need a full day. So for me to be able to just escape reality and to read a book while Brooks was taking a nap or like right now it's 1045. I got Brooks asleep. Um, and I thought about reading, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to record a podcast because it's been like, I think a month since I recorded. 
So I was like, I'm going to record a podcast because it makes me feel good. You know, he's asleep. So I felt good about that. So it's nice to be back with you guys. You know, I know we're not having a conversation, but like me talking to you gives me a break mentally and it just, you guys really helped me through a really hard phase in my life. So I thank you guys for listening to all the episodes you have and the views that I've gotten. We're up to 290 listens, which to me at first wasn't much, but then I'm like, you know what? That's 290 listens. Like that's quite a bit. Like, and my thing was, I was never planning to even have one person listen. I was, I just did it because I knew it was fun. I felt more comfortable doing a podcast than I did, you know, doing a video or YouTube just because I'm, I critique myself a lot. I don't look like if I don't like how I look at a certain time, you know, whatever. But at least with a podcast, I just have to judge my voice. So um, starting this podcast was never about money or, you know, getting a ton of people. It was just to help someone. Um, and so I hope that I'm doing that for you. And I'm so happy for the 290 listens that I've had. That is just something so incredible that 290 um, listens have occurred. And when I look at my statistics, like it's all over the world, like Australia, um, you know, different parts of, you know, the UK, it's just absolutely nuts. And I'm just so grateful. And I hope that I'm helping you in some way. And even if my advice might not be the greatest for your situation, I hope that you feel that you have a friend um, to understand the struggles you're going through. Um, as much as we didn't want to have anxiety, we're unfortunately stuck with anxiety or depression or bipolar disorder or, you know, whatever you have, whether it be schizophrenia, multi-personality disorder, you know, we don't know what's behind closed doors or what's going on in your head. But know that there are people listening. There are people that are going through the same thing as you. And if there's something that you have that is a very rare condition that someone might not be going through, just know that you have friends to listen to you, that this is a safe community, that if you need to reach out, I am someone you can reach out to. Um, Whether you know me personally or not, um, I'd be happy to talk to you to just be a presence for you because some people don't have that you know I'm grateful for the support I have from my husband from my family and sometimes you know certain people in our lives give us a hard time and that's when I've said before with toxic relationships or toxic workplace you need to remove that from your life if that's the cause um and you know I've done that where I remove them or I just spend less time with them if they're toxic and that's okay. Um, but we just got to be aware of who we are and what we've, what we've done to get to where we are. And if there's bumps along the way and there's toxic people along the way that it's okay to not be around those people. Um, but my recommendation is if you have a friend or if you have a support system that you love and cherish, hold on to those people, hold on to those safe havens And I promise you, you'll feel so much better with my husband. He's been, you know, that safe haven for me where, you know, when I'm really struggling to know that he's there, to know that he's listening, to know that I have that support is huge. And for me being open about my mental health struggle, it has helped my mom and helped other family members open up to me to say, hey, I didn't know this was going on, but I appreciate you being open about it or I wouldn't have known. You know, I see so many people struggle and, you know, I struggled a long time where I didn't tell anyone other than my husband that I was struggling postpartum. Even my husband, I wasn't fully open to him of how much I was struggling. I was struggling so badly postpartum that I never thought would happen. I No one prepared me for that. And I don't want this to scare any anyone that's about to be a mom or anything. But because we don't know how our bodies, we don't know how the hormones are going to affect us. But just know that if you are struggling, please, you have, you have to be open to someone. It doesn't have to be a family member. It could be your best friend. It could be a, a provider. But 
keep going and telling people until someone listens. Because if no one listens, you need to find someone that will. And, you know, I told my husband, he said, I'm here for you. I will do anything, but I think you need to tell your doctor. You know, I told my OB and they didn't, they didn't listen. They pretty much, you know, just whatever. And and then I went to my, I got a, a nurse practitioner and she said, this is, you know, you've been through a life-changing experience. You went through trauma, you know, this is, this is a big thing. You know, I can tell that you're struggling and it's okay. That is what I'm here for. You know, do you want to try something for anxiety to help here? And then she gave me a list of, um, therapy to go to. And that was huge for me. Like I felt like I cried in her office because finally someone listened. And that's what I'm hoping to be there for you, uh, to help you advocate for yourself, to advocate for those office visits to explain what's going on, advocate for yourself for those mental health days, you know, and if work's like, oh, well, we need you, girl or a guy, whoever you are, if you have time off, say, I understand that this might not become at a good time for the company, but for me, if you want me to be in the best place to work, I need this day off to take care of myself. And, you know, I've heard of times where some are like, well, you know, we really need you, blah, blah, blah. If they keep making you feel worse and make you come in, which they shouldn't be able to make you come in, but I'm just saying if it's something where they're just, you know, not supportive of taking care of your mental health, then maybe that's not the place you need to be working. You know, maybe that's somewhere you need to look into differently and be like, okay, like I need to be a part of a community, a part of a, I need to be a part of a um, company that will listen to me, will be, will support me for my mental health. That is so big. So if, if your company is one that's supportive of your mental health, that's fantastic. Um, and that a plus for them, but not all companies have been like that, unfortunately, but I'm hoping that that stigma changes that we understand of, you know, for my company to be better, I need to make sure that my, my, you know, employees are getting the time off they need, you know, to rest. And that's, you know, with vacation coming up, I know not everyone could go on a vacation, but even if it's just a staycation where you take time off, excuse me, you take time off, you stay home and just do activities at home with your kids. Or if you don't have kids, if you just watch your favorite shows, read your favorite books, go out for, you know, lunch, go out for coffee or just meditate, pray, whatever you love to do. Just do that because you need the time off. If you don't have the time off, you're not going to be your best self and you're going to get burnt out, which I've talked about a bunch on this podcast. Um, at my old job, I was working insane amount of hours. I would work all day at, at the office and then I would come home and I'd be working on my computer until 11 o'clock at night. And like, luckily I didn't have Brooks then because he wouldn't have been able to even see me. And that just breaks my heart. But from leaving that toxic company and starting at my job I'm currently at, I was able to open my eyes to see like, I deserve better. I deserve that time for myself. And then that's like what helped me realize that like, I wanted to have, you know, I wanted to have a baby. And that's how we ended up having Brooks was I was able to escape that toxicity, put my mental health first and realize that. So when I left my job, we had a vacation planned in Hawaii for our 10 year anniversary. I had, I booked the trip and surprised my husband, um, for Christmas the year before with paying the trip to go to Hawaii. And when I left the job, I was able to just be at Hawaii with my husband, which it couldn't have been better because I didn't have to worry about, um, a job. I could leave everything at home because I wasn't at my previous job anymore and I hadn't started my new job yet. So it was a great, great time. So I was able to enjoy those 10 days and within 
the first or second day of being completely on vacation. No, nothing else worry about being the, you know, lay out, enjoy the beach. Just mentally having that break, I realized, you know, life is too short and I want to have a baby. And me and Tyler really opened up during that vacation, not saying it was an easy choice. Like we, you know, we went back and forth about it. But that's when we decided that we're going to start trying. And we started trying. Um, And that was something that I didn't end up wanting kids because with nursing school, it was so stressful. And then having a career, which was even more stressful where I was at that time, I didn't think I'd be a good mom. I didn't think I would have the time to be a mom, which was really what I expected. And I was like, no, I'm not going to. And there was other reasons too. But once I realized I was starting at the company I always wanted to be at, that they really respected time off. Like they said in my interview, you know, with your emails, do not check your emails at home. Take then whenever you're at home, you're at home. And that's what we expect. And that's, and that stays true. I feel comfortable to be able to not answer an email or to not answer a message on a Microsoft Teams when I'm off because I realize this is my time. And whenever I talk to someone the next day, they're like, oh, I did not realize that you were off or I wouldn't have called. Like we really respect those boundaries and realize that those days that we have are for, are for our mental health. Um, Cause there's a lot of burnout going on in the healthcare community. So for a lot of us to recognize, okay, that's your day off. This is your day off to enjoy for yourself. Um, that's huge. You know, we really make sure the, of, of, hey, we're on PTO on this time, you know, please get in touch with other care leaders, other nursing staff while I'm out. So like, that's something that when I'm on vacation, I feel like I can really enjoy because I can put my phone aside. I can put the emails aside. The only thing I ever do while I'm on vacation is I'll delete my emails so I don't have a million when I come back. Um, because that can be overwhelming for me when I come back from a trip and I have like thousands of emails on my work email. So I go through every day at the end of the day, just make sure I get rid of once I don't need, obviously if there's something for me, I'll keep it on there and I'll return the message when I get back. Um, so that was something too, that when I changed jobs, I really focused on those boundaries, which was a huge change, but it was a good mental change for me. And I'm still going through the highs and lows of, you know, dealing with mental health. But I'm telling you, those mental health days that you have to yourself is just a beautiful, beautiful thing and is so needed um, for yourself. Um, And I'm just so grateful that um, I've gotten to where I am um, and I'm able to be with my husband and my son to enjoy the weekends that we have together to enjoy that time together. And when I need a mental health day, I don't feel guilty about calling off that I'm realizing, Hey, I obviously need this because if not, you know, if I'm at work, I might, I'm probably not going to be my best self and I'm not going to put in a hundred percent of my work. Um, and that's what I noticed too, was at work, I just felt like I wasn't putting in my 110% that I usually do. I really try and go, above and beyond with my work. I don't try to, you know, I'm always agreeable to do whatever needs done for the team. Um, at least I feel like I try to. Um, and I just felt like I was just like, whatever, whatever happens, happens. Cause I was just discouraged by some things at work and it's just healthcare in general. And I shouldn't have let down my team like that, which some people might not even think that, but that's just the overthinker in me. But I felt like I wasn't giving it my all. And I'm telling you, just by having, um, just by having this time off Monday and today from the weekend, I felt like it really did help me to just breathe, take in a deep breath and just relax. Um, and like I said, I was able to read like four or five books four books. I'm on my fifth one, um, which has been great. It's been amazing to have, you know, a breather to escape reality. And honestly, I feel like I'm back in high school again because I'm able to read all the books I've been wanting to. I have this beautiful built-in bookcase um, with all these books and a new, 
you know, Kindle Fire that my husband got me for Christmas because I said I wanted to read for a long time and I said it like randomly to him and he remembered it and got it for me for Christmas and I just thought it was so thoughtful. Um, but then I still wasn't using it because I was just like, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. And this weekend, I just, after Brooks went to bed, I started a book. And of course, these books are so freaking good. I'd stay up till three o'clock to finish them. But I still was able to sleep a decent amount. And it felt so good to enjoy that time, to enjoy that time to myself, enjoy reading, enjoy those moments. Like it escaped reality, made me feel like I was enjoying myself again like I did in high school and was able to read all the time and, you know, not have to open a nursing textbook or, you know, whatever. So I was grateful for that. I'm grateful to be able to record this podcast right now. Um, it just feels like I didn't realize how much I needed that mental health day. And that's why I love, I always encourage vacations, even if you feel like you can't afford it, save throughout the year you know, you don't even have to go anywhere fancy. Just go to a local lake or if you can't afford it, like we go to Hilton Head every year or try to every year with my family or with friends. And we're going with my whole family this year. And, you know, planning a group trip is always hectic. So there was stuff going on. And I'm just like, oh, this is so stressful. And then I'm like, Brenna, shut up. Like, you can't even say it's stressful because you're going on vacation. You get to take a trip with your family. And so now I'm like thinking of being on the beach and I might get emotional. I'm not kidding. Because <laughs> my beach, my beach, the beach is my happy place. Hilton Head I've gone to since I was a baby. I have loved it with all my heart. And one day we hope to move down there or get a beach house one, down there one day. And to be on the beach and hear those waves, especially like at night or in the mornings, like it's crazy how much you appreciate that time. Um, I, I didn't realize how much I was looking forward to the beach this year. Cause last year it was a first trip with a baby. Brooks got an ear infection. So it was a little bit more stressful, so hoping that doesn't happen this year, but I've grown a lot in a year with dealing with how to be a mom, how to deal with a kid when you're, you know, on vacation or on a trip. Um, so I'm very excited to spend time with family. You know, my parents are taking the kids for one night so we can all go do whatever we want to do. So like, I'm thinking of that, thinking of Brooks enjoying the beach and I'm just so, I'm so, so excited. And I know mentally, like, it's just going to be a breath of fresh air to be able to enjoy the beach, enjoy family and not have to worry about work and a schedule. I can wake up, you know, beside my husband, beside my son and just be at peace. It's just, and if you've never been to the beach, I'm telling you to just go. I'm telling you the experience you have looking at the ocean for the first time or even just looking at the ocean in, a, in over a year, I swear it's like looking for the first time because you just get this overwhelming happiness of just peace and a breath of fresh air. And I'm telling you, like every sunset and sunrise I see, it could bring you to tears because for me, like I get emotional just because I just feel like it's just a new start, a new happy, happy place for me. And when you have those mental episodes where you're just, your mental health is struggling just to look up to the sky and know everything's going to be okay. Um, just brings a new peace. And I think just being sometimes in a different, a different city or a different town can help too. Um, just, I always remember every time we go onto the bridge going into Hilton Head, going over the water and smelling the ocean, I feel like the serotonin levels just spike like crazy and you just feel like you can breathe again. Um, I still don't know why I haven't moved down south, but um, honestly, it's it's remarkable how different you feel. So that 
in a few weeks I leave um, to go to Hilton Head and I cannot wait to just spend that time with my husband, with my son and just enjoy the beach together and just enjoy the memories, you know, and we'll be together with family. So I just feel like with my family, whenever we're all together, I feel like I stress a lot less because I know I have help if I need it, if I'm just having a hard day. Um, yeah, I just, and just look, thinking of that now just makes me smile and just really happy. And I hope that when you guys go on a trip or, you know, have that time to yourself, it brings you that happiness too, to just breathe and know you'll be okay. And that's my hope on vacation too, is, you know, I can get up earlier in the mornings to maybe go look at the sunrise, maybe just myself, you know, have that moment of inner peace to say, you made it, you're doing good. Even if tomorrow is a different day and might have a different outlook, it's okay. And you're going to get through it. So to all of you, I love you all so much. And I'm so grateful for you listening for to me blab for 50 minutes or however long I'm on. But for the love of God, just take the mental health day. Just take the day. Or if you need a couple days, take a couple days. If you have the time off, use it. Because life is more than just work. We were born to experience life, to enjoy life, to to do many things in this life. And we're not made to just work, work, and work and be miserable. You're made to enjoy life, to love life, to experience things. And this is your time to experience. Even if it's watching your favorite show at 11 o'clock at night like me and Practical Joker. Practical Jokers is my show. If that's what you want to watch, watch it. Or Stranger Things. Or if you want to read your books like I have, do whatever your heart desires and know that your mentality, your mental health, your body, your soul comes first. Because you got to take care of yourself. Because if you don't take care of yourself, it's, it's detrimental and it affects everyone when you don't take care of yourself. People notice and we don't want to see you suffer. We don't want to see you struggle. And if you're one that's really struggling, take the day off. Find a friend to talk to. Message me. You know, DM me. Whatever communication you have to get a hold of me. Please, if if you need a friend, I am here. And if you have a friend that you go to or if you need to talk to a therapist or just journal, whatever you need to do, do it. Because your mentality is number one and should always come first. With love, I am signing off for this episode. Um, I love all of you guys. Always take care of yourself. Remember that life is too short and you should always do what you want to do. Don't let a job hold you down. And just remember that mental health is so important and just to take the damn day off. (laughs) I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week and hope to talk to you guys soon. Bye guys.